Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Pick and Roll, your weekday morning betting show here on the Board YouTube channel, the NBA content division of the Hammer Betting Network. And we're back hoping for another big day on the show after another winning day yesterday. It's been an unbelievable season so far over here. We are up 16 units all time, but we are up 10 units on the season if you've been tailing these picks you've been watching the streams you've been enjoying the streams make sure to smash that like button help us get up to over 100 likes again we've been able to get over 100 likes in the past two streams it's a lofty goal but with the great support we get on this channel we can certainly go and get it also subscribe if you're new to the channel and want nba free picks like this every single weekday morning except when there's no nba games which is thursday this week so keep that in mind for the show but today there's two picks that we have for you two same game parlays coming from bet mgm let's get right into them we'll just take one last check on the lines to confirm we're in and indeed we are let's get to the cavaliers and 76ers for the first same game parlay we have evan mobley over six and a half rebounds and 12 plus points. We have Tyrese Maxey added on to that going 20 plus points. So Mobley, six and a half rebounds, 12 plus points. Maxey, 20 plus points for minus 110 odds at BetMGM. Second play in the Pacers and Hawks game is a minus 120 SGP at BetMGM. We're taking Trey Young and Tyrese Halliburton. We want both of them to get 10 or more assists. 10 plus assists on those guys. Again, minus 120 at BetMGM. All right. Let's go back to the first play here. Cavaliers 76ers. Pips, tell us about why we're going back to Maxi and maybe more in particular, why we're going to Evan Mobley in the matchup against the 76ers today. So the first part is Maxi. I think Embiid will have it a pretty difficult matchup for him inside against Jared Allen and Evan, Evan Mobley. And on the other side, Cavs backward defense, pretty a huge downstep from the last season. Now they have they are now they are not starting a coro. Their point of attack defense is 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 weak. They mostly not they are not playing Donovan Mitchell today, but they are playing mostly Garland, Lavert, and Struess there, and they just can't get stops. And they will be focused on stopping Joel Embiid, and they can do it with Jared Allen and Evan Mobley slow him down. So it will be more to Maxi making shots, and yeah, I just think this is a great spot for for Maxi. Also, if you take a look at points allowed, Cleveland Cavaliers allowed the most points out of any team in the league to opposing point guards. So, yeah, I kind of like this part for, 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 for Tyrese Maxi. Also, second part of this bet is Evan Mobley. So, he's playing great, great lately. He has always had a good connection with Darius Garland. When Garland is playing, we can look at Evan Mobley points more. And I expect this team of the Cavs is like, one real threat, and that's Darius Garland. And I think Nick Nurse, Nick Nurse will send bodies to Darius, so that will open up the game for Evan Mobley. And last, Evan Mobley cleared this line, obviously, in like, I think, eight, nine straight games in, in the points. And last four games, and on the rebounds, he had 12, 12, 10, 10. And I think like Jared Allen will be matched up with Embiid. He will be a bit pulled out contesting Embiid shots, and Mobley will be pulling the rebounds below. Also, last four games, Mobley against Embiid: 13 points, nine rebounds; 16 points, eight rebounds; 23 points, nine rebounds; 13 points, 12 rebounds. 
So he is consistently being good on, against uh, Embiid in this matchup. And yeah, comparing it with uh, Tyrese Maximix uh, are good bet for this for this one. All right, awesome stuff there. Uh, clearly, a area of weakness for the Cavs is their ability to defend in the guard positions. Hoping Max takes advantage, and as you mentioned, hoping Mobley takes advantage of his matchup as well. Let's go to the second play here. It is Tyrese Halliburton involved along with Trey Young. We're hoping for a passing best from these point guards. Ten plus assists each for minus one twenty on the SGP at MGM. Tell us about this yeah. play and why you like both these guards to be heavy on the passing. Let me just check one thing. So I I just want to see uh, what is the total line for this game now. It, it opened 22. So yeah, it's 251 and a half for this game. And we have like ball dominant uh, creators uh, on assist. So the first part is obviously Trey Young. Trey Young cleared this line in like eight out of the last 10 games. Uh, the, the unders came against the Wolves and the Orlando. Uh, the, the only team, those are the teams that allowed the second least and the least assist in the league. So he only didn't cover in, in terrible matchup in the games where total was 220 points to 230 points or lower. And against the teams that didn't help of him and that played drop coverage. So Trey Young, you'll just in this in this matchup should probably try like higher, like very high pace game, high total is obviously a good good thing for for betting on assists. So this is the spot. Second thing of this is Tyrese Halliburton. If you take a look, he cleared this in eight of the eleven games. Nine of the eleven games, and the last one that he didn't clear was against Orlando Magic. Terrible blowout. No one on Pacers couldn't make any shots, and also Orlando allows the least assist. So it's a bit of a like down spot for him. And I'm just combining this and like maybe he had two hundred and fifty points game. Also, Hawks uh, allow the least points to opposing point guards. They allow the least po- uh, ball handlers uh, points in pick and rolls. So they are just showing bodies and blitzing uh, pick and rolls and showing on the level, which will like they're trying to move the ball out of the ball handler ball, ball handler's hand, which will make Halliburton even pass way more than he usually does, and that's that's a great spot for for Tyrese Halliburton. Well, there you have it. Uh, we're coming in that the Cavaliers parlay that we had before from a plus one hundred six at ESPN Bet as well. Just getting in the swing of things with ESPN Bet. So if you have access to that, I believe it's available in 17 states in the U.S., go over there. But evidently, we're very happy to take it to minus 110 as well. But shopping around, always great practice. And we recommend the odds comparison tool bet step as well when you're placing your wagers in order to do that with game lines, player props. In seconds, you'll be able to find the best lines available. If you're signing up to Sportsbooks, use the link in our description or the link that is pinned in chat to sign up to those sports books doesn't cost you anything but does support the show all right let's talk about another winning day yesterday that we had it's been just a crazy run i mean i don't even know if you can call it a run at this point it's been two and a half weeks of winning basketball plays on this show i mean if you guys have been tailing the picks you're making tons of money off these picks smash that like button we are well it's two in one day yesterday one of those two winners was the big sgp so that was a nice unit and a half of profit uh, the 310 winner that we had 
But the big SGPs this season, they are six and one. That is plus 250 odds or better. Uh, on six out of seven of those occasions, it was plus 300 or better. Only once we dipped down to plus 250 for one of the bets. But they are six and one on these massive SGPs. Pips, how is this even possible to go on a run like this with the big SGPs? I mean, even my even I didn't predict that kind of stuff because I know, like, for the last three seasons, I managed to always profit, like, huge profits of my big SGPs. Like, two seasons ago, it was, like, 30% ROI. Last season, it was, like, 60% ROI throughout the season. And now it's, like, if, if I combine everything, it's something crazy number, like, 230% ROI on the first, like, 15 I had so far. So that's that's just amazing and yeah I'm just combining what I like in in, in the game and it, it goes well so like the worst thing probably is game totals and uh, handicaps but player props always clear like in the third quarter like almost on every of these bets so far it was a bit sweat with uh, rockets my rockets ten and a half but they are fighting this season they're never backing down. And they came close lately, so great stuff. Warriors shot 50% from the three, and this still covered. And yeah, just, just great stuff. Yeah, it's been uh, amazing with FGPs. We love that Alperin Shengun. I saw somebody that chat but earlier mentioning Alperin I will say one more thing. Like, I don't think bookies are doing a good job. Like, if Alperin Shengun is, is going over his points, that means he needs to play like big time minutes. And if he's playing big time minutes and getting touches, he's probably cover. He'll probably cover the rebounds and assists. Like it's heavily correlated, and you get an amazing price for just combining. On, and we, we just took the lowest point uh, uh, line, the lowest assist line, and lowest rebounding line, and we get a good price here. So like uh, they are not doing a great job there, and we are exploiting it so far, and it's working great. Like the times I, I took Scotty Barnes also like. They are not doing a great job setting those lines, and we are just exploiting it. And if you have BSP embed, you can get like a tremendous value. Like you can get like ten percent more uh, better lines, and it it will be crazy. I don't know much about their limits. Some people said they are they have good limits. Some people said they don't have good limits. Yeah, probably down to how much you win, but use it like for the same game parlays. ESPN is by far like no one is even close the best lines are on the ESPN bet they're I I'm not gonna say where they're going where ESPN bets going wrong I'll uh, I'll let ESPN figure that out but they're, they're pricing stuff incorrectly uh, yeah. we'll leave it as blank as blank as that okay other two plays uh the Jordan Poole one over 13 and a half that wasn't a sweat the sweat was for a while. It did end up being a sweat. A little bit. You were you were a little bit worried around halftime of this game. You were about the Bucks covering the minus two and a half against the Wizards. Ended up being fine there. But yeah, talk to us about Jordan Poole, uh, his performance, and how the Wizards gave the Bucks a bit of problems. I mean, I only took Poole because, I, like, if I bet his straight line, I will get so much shit for betting with Jordan Poole. So, I mean, I took the same bet because... I just like think like thinking out loud. Damian Lillard, Giannis, Middleton, Brooke Lopez, Bobby Portis against this garbage Jordan Poole Kuzma kind of type yeah, of team yeah, yeah. that doesn't even 
try that hard and they're a bunch of clowns and didn't make any sense for it to be even a close game. Bucks couldn't get any stops. Like, that was insane. They allowed them 102 points in, in three quarters and in ten, this Wizards, the most untalented offensive team in the league, probably, scored 130 points on, on, on the last year team that had fourth best defense in the league. So, it, it kind of sucks. I was frustrated with watching the game. I I I I, I always felt felt we would come uh, like uh, as a winner, but it was frustrating to see like they can get any stops in the entire game. They were scoring crazy. Like if you are a guard and can shoot outside of the restricted area, you'll go over against the Bucks. Like Ty Jones, like had his floaters. I think he hit like seven or eight. Like it's just easily. Like wide open, entire game, unbothered, uncontested, crazy stuff. But yeah, Jordan Poole, twenty nine points, huge game, so easily. Yeah, we'll talk about the loss as well. So Bonus was, uh, it seemed like the victim of the blowout. He covered his assist line, his rebound line, relatively quickly. Point line, he didn't get there. Uh, again, it was a bit of a blowout. Let me just confirm the the final score there. Yeah, one twenty nine to ninety three. Covers the other two lines easily, perhaps in a game where, you know, he did play 31 minutes, but maybe in a more serious game, he could cover the points as well. What you, uh, what did you make of this bonus night? He had a great start. And then he made two second and third foul in the last minute in of the first half. And then at the beginning of the second half, he made fourth foul. So, and the two fouls, one foul, the great foul, uh, terrible foul was offensive charge. So he was very cautious about going into the paint aggressively on the pick and rolls because they were targeting him with bodies just to hit, to, to get fouled out. So uh, it's kind of more of a foul trouble problem than it was a blowout problem. I mean, he, he would have a chance to cover, but probably won't still cover in in the in 38 minutes he was supposed to play. But the foul trouble was biggest bigger issue in, in this one. Like he was wide open on every pick and roll he's, that was set. Like he, he was able to score if he was more aggressive and he was cautious with fouls and they got completely blown out. So it was one point spread before uh, the closing line, and it was they were down forty points like middle yeah. third quarter. So yeah. yeah, unfortunate, but a winning day nonetheless. And uh, two picks that we had earlier today uh, on the show as well. We're hoping to make this one a winning day as well. Uh, while we're doing, while the picks are doing so well, while the picks are are winning at an enormous rate, especially the big SGPs six and one, like you, you we could be we could have a losing record on big SGPs and have very significant ROI on that. But Rama, I just want to take this opportunity to once again preach uh, bankroll management. Make sure that you're still playing within your limits as much as the picks are doing really really well. Uh, make sure you're comfortable with how much you're spending on all of these bets, regardless. So if you ever feel overly nervous, overly anxious about how much money you have down in specific plays, it might be a good sign to scale that back a little bit. So always remember to bet within your limits, even with uh, the very good run that we have on the show. Like these big SGPs, we're doing half units here. The main plays that we have around minus 110 area, we're going with with one unit over there. But that's how we... Uh, track it that's how we would recommend it for anybody who is playing along and tailing these picks all right one last thing to discuss here 
Well, actually, maybe two things. We're eight likes away from 100. So you guys can help us hit 100 <laughs> likes for the third straight episode. But hey, Come on, uh, guys. Our bets have a lower chance of hitting if you don't give us 100 <laughs> likes. That's like straight science. Uh, oh, actually, there's a, good que- I, well, there's a good question before we go there. Who are our favorite current NBA players? Who is yours? Is it still James Harden? Uh, Alperen Shingun. Alperen Shingun, your favorite player. Man, Alperen yeah. Shingun, when, uh, leading up to that draft, the Raptors had a good pick. I wanted them to take him so bad. They ended up going too high and got Scotty Barnes, so like I was fine with it. But when he yeah. fell beyond the lottery, I was like, I was begging the Raptors to trade in, back in to get him, and uh, this is why I was big Shangun believer. Happy, happy he's doing well. Uh, my favorite player. It, it's tough. It's tough for me to really say. Um, Same, yeah. Like I, I think as I get older, I'm I less have like favorite players. If I had to choose, it's probably like Siakam or Barnes. If it's beyond the Raptors, I really like Lillard, even though he's on the Bucks now. I like him a bit less, and. Uh, Maybe LeBron James. Those are my guys. I love Lillard on the on the the Blazers because he just carried that team for so long, and he was an animal. But uh, now, in the same conference, I like him maybe a little bit less. Maybe I like LeBron yeah, now because he's out of the East I, as well. I kind of like like Desmond Bain and Tyrese Maxi. I like Maxi because like he like looked like a sweet, sweetest child in the world, like the the nicest guy who can possibly like. Yeah. Yeah, I just love that dude. Like, he's so, so, so great. All right. We want to finish off a conversation about the rookie of the year race. It is heating up. It was perceived preseason that it was a one man race for Victor Wembanyama, but Chet Holmgren has been exceptional, like beyond exceptional this season. Who would you make as the favorite to go and win the rookie of the year as of this moment? So betting aside, like this is not a betting advice. I'm not saying who will win it. I'm just trying to say like who I think should win it. And for now, it's pretty obvious that who is better player at the moment, and that's Chet Holmgren. Like he is playing insane. Like if there were no even Binyamas, everyone would be like talking about how Chet was insane so far this season. And it goes well with Oklahoma City Thunder playing so well. But one of the reasons they are playing so well is because they have Chet Holmgren. Like it's it's so like great great to have a guy like him. Like the game against the Golden State Warrior was out of this world, man. Yeah, that that game time shot was just ridiculous. I mean, like Andrew Wiggins was playing a plus plus defense. I think it was him, hand in his face, like hand right here as Holmgren's fading away, and he still hits that shot after a, a like an unbelievable game. The Thunder are ten and four. He is a big reason why. I'm just looking at FanDuel. But Wembanyama is still minus 210 to win Rookie of the Year. Uh, I mean, so, go ahead. it's because of the name. Like, it's Wembanyama. Right. So, so I was going to say, something to keep note of when you're betting on awards. You have to bet on not who should win. You have to bet on who people are going to vote for. And if it's close, people are going to bet Wembanyama for the name. Yeah. Uh, that's at least what I think. So far, if you look at the numbers... Like basic numbers, points, assists, rebounds, blocks, turnovers. It's close. When you when you get to winning and effectiveness, it. I mean, it's not it's not the Menyama fault that poor suck. I mean, like they have Sohan at, 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 at the point guard and Chet has Shea Gilgis Alexander. 
Like that's not like even comparable. Like Chet is, is so much better spot, but also he's playing amazing and Mbenyama efficiency, like it's such a tremendous difference, like huge, huge, huge stuff. The Chet Holmgren is probably the most efficient player in the league so far. Like it's been crazy. 57% from the field, 46% from three, and 91% from free throw. Like 56, 46, and 91. Like not 50, 40, 90. He's like 5% above that shit. Like for a rookie and scoring over 70 points a game. Like that's in doing like with two blocks almost two and a half. Yeah. Insane for a rookie. So and also on the winning team. Yeah. Yeah. So much fun to watch. Uh, this this can be a very fun rookie of the year race. Uh, it'll be more fun because uh, Chet always has to be like way better than Wemby. If he's gonna get this award, he has to like lap him basically. Like everybody wants to vote for Wemby, and the the odds would reflect it at that point. But um, uh, it's gonna be exciting to watch both these guys for a long career. And I hope it comes to like a point where like they they both want to win the award as well. Like, I don't want them to like play off the award. I mean, like the Spurs have nothing to play for. Wemby's playing for the rookie of the year and the Spurs are letting him because they they're losing games and they're going to get a better draft pick. Like clearly Sohan doesn't work at, as a point guard. Clearly Wemby shouldn't be taking as many threes, but they're just like, go ahead, do whatever you want. We'll figure it out later, but we're not going to figure out this season. Chet, a significant part of a winning team right now. Very impressive. All right, that's all on I'll, the show. Just a second. Okay, I'll just yeah, yeah. go ahead and say that he's already the second best player on the team. Right. Yeah, it's possible that the co-star they were looking for for Shea is actually just Chet Holmgren. J-Dub is amazing, but the defense from Chet is like, I think, the, the thing that's probably putting him on the second place. On that what, uh, what I think should be important for the Thunder in the next couple of years is... Like, everyone talks about how down the line they can be a championship contender. And, and yes, they can be. But the opportunity for me is right now for this Thunder team because they can afford superstar players while they're still paying their current guys like J-Dub and Chet rookie rookie contracts. Like, I say all the like, time. Like Thunders, yeah. Rookie contracts win championships because you're paying a guy who's a superstar or a star player like – 10 million dollars a year you can still afford to go for superstar guys so like uh, for instance when the raptors won the championship siakam was on a rookie contract van vliet was on a rookie contract both significant parts of championship that allows you to afford gasol ibaka Kawhi, all these players that you bring into the team so i think opportunity knocks for the thunder to make a big move this season or even next season so um they're a fun team and uh it's fun to see a canadian in point guard as well leading leading the charge there all right, let's go to the picks from today. Before we do that, though, thank you. We've hit 108 likes while we're live. Amazing support today. If you have enjoyed the stream, you're tailing these picks, smash that like button. Subscribe as well for more. We're going live every weekday during the NBA season, unless there's no games. No stream on Thursday. No NBA games. So if you are in the U.S., um, you can enjoy your Thanksgiving. And uh, we have no show. Uh, there is, however, a show at 2.30 p.m. Eastern time that day, myself and Kirk Evans will still be going live to talk weekly NBA takeaways, but no games, so no pick and roll. All right, let's get to the picks for today. We have the Cavaliers 76ers parlay, Evan Mobley over 6.5 rebounds and 12-plus points. We're putting that with a Tyrese Maxey 20-plus points for minus 110 odds at BetMGM. Second play, Pacers-Hawks, easier to follow, minus 120 MGM, Trey Young and Tyrese Halliburton, 10-plus assists each that has been the show today big sgps 
confusion in chat are Monday and Friday. So no big SGP today. These two plays on the board. Hopefully we get a 2-0 day and we have another winning day on the show and we continue this amazing season that we've had. Thanks again to all of you. We'll see you at the same spot right here tomorrow for more from Pick and Roll. <laughs>